Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hi, I'm Tia. The upstairs-downstairs neighbor dynamic is so special. We have our own language. Like when I scream at my mom on the phone, the people downstairs bang on the ceiling to show their support. The nighttime's the best time to rearrange furniture. I call it midnight feng shui. And if I sleep through my alarm in the morning, they bang on my door to wake me. So thoughtful. Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. When you see someone who's struggling, it's natural to want to help. Fortunately, Pacific Source Health Plans has resources to do just that. Our member support specialists work to help our members meet real, everyday challenges like food insecurity and housing, isolation, stress, and difficulties with language. They even help with transportation, utility bills, copay assistance, and arranging home care. Our member support specialists are committed to your well-being and your privacy. Going beyond what's required. Just another way we put members first. Learn more at PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Awesome. All right, Eric, how are you? Yeah, good, how's it going? Good, you see, uh, very far away. I don't know if that's on my end or... Sorry about that, keep, uh... How about now? A little bit better. better? Yeah, a little bit better. So, all right. okay. I don't know, I don't know what that was, but... I'd rather to move the tripod a little closer to uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome <laughs> to the episode uh, 56. It is a top five Tuesday. It is jam-packed. We have lots yeah. to discuss today. Cheryl, thank you very much for joining us as always. And um, speaking of Cheryl, quick shout out to the Eagles Finest Fans uh, Facebook group, who has been nothing but helpful and supportive. Uh, yeah. They're awesome. So go check them out, Eagles Finest Fans. Um, so anyway, uh, like I said, we have a lot to talk about. It is Top 5 Tuesday. We're going to be doing our Top 5 NFC teams. Uh, we're going to be talking about our Top 5 AFC teams. We're talking about the Top 5 good and the Top 5 bad from the Eagles game. And then also, yes, even more, we're going to be talking about the Top 5 uh, players that um, exceeded expectations this week. And five that disappointed. George, thanks for joining us. Um, so, lots to talk about. Show's probably going to go super over, so be prepared uh, for a nice long episode. I'm sure Tinny, uh, wherever you are, is uh, super thrilled. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody, send in your top fives. We want to hear them. We'd love to go over them with you. Yes. Uh, so, we're going to start right away. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Because it is super important. 
Um, we're going to talk about the top five NFC teams. Not the, you know, we're, we're not going total power rankings. We're just, we're splitting it up, NFC and right, AFC. Right. So, Eric, why don't we start with you, run through your top five uh, NFC teams, and we'll discuss. All right, I actually, you know, for the first time in the show, I actually wrote down all my top fives. But I actually did some homework here, and, you know, in the about 15, 20 minutes before the show. Uh, Is that really called homework if you're just doing it right before uh, class, you know? Well, I mean, look, for anybody who went to school with me knows I was notorious for about five minutes before class started, you know. And it's like, oh, crap, I better get this done. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that makes sense. Uh, that's, that's good so, work okay, on your end. Top five NFC teams. Mm. Number five, and I'm, and I'm really basing a lot of this on what we saw over the weekend, not as much in, like, the preseason hype. So it may not be, like, an exact representation of the power of what you may, you know, a power ranking system would be. Like, really, it's just what I saw from this, from week one. So, number five, I had the Bucks, who, of course, eliminated both of us from a survivor pool. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes they did. Saints. Number five, I have the Bucks. Number four, I have the team that won on Sunday night, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they, they come from behind, win over the Bears. Excellent work there. If Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy, which we still, I, I haven't anyway heard anything more about the injury from Sunday night. Neither um, have I. But yeah, we have no idea what's going on there. Number three, I didn't watch any of the game because as we talked about, it was, it was past my bedtime. Uh, Los <laughs> Angeles Rams. Uh, I have them in number three. Number two, the Minnesota Vikings, who we talked about as possibly the biggest threat. as based on what we saw week one to the Philadelphia Eagles, and I have the Eagles ranked number one. All right. Well, uh, that's not uh, shocking. Um, so my top five. A bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, my top five right now is Carolina. Um, number five, I thought their defense looked pretty darn good. Um, uh, you know, their offense struggled a little bit against Dallas, but Dallas has a somewhat okay defense. Uh, but it was just an ugly game. Uh, all in all, but I, I just couldn't put Tampa Bay there. Um, I'm going to need to see a lot more out of Tampa Bay. I'm going to need to see a lot more. Yeah, I'm going to need. Yeah, I need to see. I need to see more from Washington as well. Uh, so that's why I put Carolina there. Um, you know, they're they're obviously uh, going to be in the playoff mix um, this year uh, potentially. Uh, so I have them in my top five, right there, number five. Uh, number four, I have the Green Bay Packers, as uh, you did. Um, you know, obviously they're they're a much different team without Aaron Rodgers, and obviously this is going to be pretty contingent on his health throughout the season. But with Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, there, there's nothing but but ama- you know amazement and, and magic magic there. He can do whatever he wants, and it showed. He just threw three touchdowns, seemed like in a matter of two seconds, and. Uh, Boom, they were winning, and they won. So, um, Number three, uh, I actually have – I know you're gonna, you're probably going to yell at me, but I actually have the Philadelphia Eagles at number three. Um, wow. Now, I, I say that 
I, I, I did that because I wasn't necessarily uh, thrilled uh, with the offense in the first half. Obviously, the defense played amazing. Uh, but as far, you know, again, this is, you know, we're taking this kind of, obviously, they're this, you know, you know the champs right now. But I just thought that the other two teams, yeah, the other two teams I thought played a little bit better as a, as a, a whole team. Um, and, uh, you know. Face for that one. <laughs> Well, again, I apologize that if you're out there and you want to yell at me, please do so uh, on, you know, right here on the, on the comments. But uh, I'm sorry. I just, I just, uh, I need to see, I need to see better out of them. Um, so I, I, I had to put them, I had to put them third. So, uh, yeah. All right. Who are your top two? So, my number two is the Los Angeles Rams. I thought they played a very good game against a, uh, a pedestrian Oakland Raiders team um, who, for some reason, doesn't, you know, they don't even like throwing it to their best wide receiver. Um, I think, our, I think, uh, I think Armani, uh, Armani Cooper had one catch for, like, nine yards. It was something so stupid. Um, but... It is what it is. Um, so, but yes, but the Rams played really good. I am a little concerned about how they're going to play as a whole, as a team, uh, with all the new faces there, how they're all going to gel. Uh, but they look pretty good so far in their debut. I can't wait for them to actually face a real test. Uh, Ward Ward, how are you? Uh, Brent, nice to see you. Uh, everyone getting your top fives. Absolutely. Um and uh, so then, of course, at number one, I had the Minnesota Vikings. I thought they played a very good game. Kirk Cousins looked pretty good. At that one throw to uh, Diggs uh, was beautiful, uh, as much as I hate to say it. Um, so, yeah, but uh, as of right now, that's where I have it. I have Minnesota, L.A., Philly, Green Bay, and Carolina. Uh, again, this could all change next week. You know, uh, if, if the Eagles, I think if the Eagles come out against Tampa Bay, given that Tampa Bay scored so many darn points last week, and the defense obviously does what they do, and the offense can actually move the ball and score some points, yeah, this, uh, you know, I'll gladly pop them back up to number one. Um, I just need to see it. So, um, my top two. Yeah, my top two were the Vikings at number two, and of course the Eagles at number one. Right. So yes, I didn't even have them in my top two. I'm sorry, folks. I just wanted to see more. That's all. Just wanted to see more. It was an ugly win. A win's a win, but it was still ugly. Um, but mm, there you go. Uh, moving on to. To the AFC, Eric, let's go uh, quickly with your top five uh, from the AFC. Okay. My top five AFC team, my number five team might shock you a little. You probably didn't see a whole lot of their game. I saw every game. Well, I doubt you. Like, unless you had, for some reason, Fox's feed or, or somebody's feed that could get uh, the end of that Dolphins-Titans game because I, I think... The, from start to finish, the game was about what eight hours. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was all the delays and everything. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. So they actually didn't even have a halftime because of the long break in the 
towards the end of the second quarter, so they said, eh, no, we're not doing halftime. Right. They just were like, they're just like, all right, five minutes? Okay, good, go. All right, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Number four, Jacksonville Jaguars. You had a nice win on the road against the Giants. So I had number four, the Jags. Number three, team I was very, very impressed with, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to elaborate on that in a moment, but yeah, I have the Chiefs at number three. Number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens, who had the most lopsided win of the day. Sure. And in fact, going in, based on the records from here, the, uh, that was what we considered the tightest matchup between the two teams, and that was the most lopsided game of the day. It was. Yes, it was. So, the Ravens at number two, and number one... Yeah, I thought they beat a really good team and a team that easily could have been in my top five. But the Houston Tech, I mean the uh, New England Patriots, you know, who lost these, to the Houston Texans. Right, right, right. Got so it. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, the Miami Dolphins was a, was a little shocking, I gotta say. I don't even know if I'd put them in my top ten. Well, maybe AFC, maybe. I don't know. Still, they're the Miami Dolphins. Um, but I digress. So my, uh, my top five uh, starts with the Baltimore Ravens, as, uh, you included, uh, number two, correct? Yes. Okay, so I had them at, uh, number one, like you said, huge lopsided victory. Uh, the Bills are a complete dumpster fire, and I did call that they would have the number one overall pick, uh, going into, uh, for next year's draft. Um... I think so far that's looking pretty solid. <laughs> Granted, it's one week, uh, but yes, <laughs> right. The Ravens did play uh, put did play a really good game, and they and they, uh, you know, they they kept the the pedal down. So uh, big win for them. Uh, moving uh, along to number four, um, again a little shocking. Uh, I actually had the Pittsburgh Steelers. Technically, they didn't win, but technically they didn't lose. Um, I think the Cleveland Browns are a much better team, so I think uh, to give them a little bit more credit than just saying, oh, they tied the Browns, the Browns are terrible. Well, yeah, the Browns are terrible, but they're not as terrible as they once were. Um, I just think talent-wise and all that, you know, regardless of Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, who I, obviously I nailed uh, the waiver pickup of the week, um, and I've literally, I have him in a lot of my leagues, and i got to tell you, I've received about 38 trade offers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, no, I'm not even exaggerating. It's been a lot. Uh, but I just, I, you know, I think, obviously, they kind of screwed some things up at the end of the game and should have won that game. But I still like them going forward. Yeah, the turnovers uh, killed them. Um, but, uh, you know, nonetheless... Uh, I still have them on number four. Uh, moving right along, I have the Kansas City Chiefs with I'm right there with you. Super impressed, uh, you know, with their uh, with their victory. Patrick Mahomes looks pretty darn good. Tyreek Hill, while, while I, I may not be the biggest uh, supporter or fan of Tyreek Hill, um, I think he's basically just Deshaun Jackson, uh, maybe slightly faster, but. Um, Still, you know, you, you can't deny that their their combination is is uh, pretty successful so far. 
granted, again, one week, and that's all we can base it off of, but... Sure, well, that's all us. Right, all I mean, they, they, they did look uh, real good. Um, uh, Sammy Watkins, um, you know, obviously uh, kind of lost in the shadow, had a, a small but decent game uh, for his first uh, in Kansas City. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good in KC, and I think the, you know, things hold up. It's going to be them and uh, the Chargers for the division. It's going to be a real close race. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, competing for the division. Yeah, so... Moving right along, uh, number two, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think you had number five? Four? Three? Four. Three, two. Oh, sorry. I had the Jacks four. I had the Dolphins five. Oh, that's right. Um, I just think that defense, while they played, you know, Odell Beckham, uh, and Odell got his, obviously, he's, he's gonna. But, uh, you know, they shut the rest of the team pretty much down. And obviously, besides one run from Saquon Barkley, they pretty much shut him down, right. too, uh, to like 40 or 50 yards. So um, I think with that defense going forward and Blake Bortles just minimizing the mistakes, you know, obviously losing Allen Robinson to the Bears and then now Marquise Lee to, to the year with an injury, you know, Ke- Keelan Cole um, is one um, receiver that's going to have to certainly step up. Dante Moncrief. Uh, another one, D.D. Westbrook. Um, so they definitely have some talent at the wide receiver position. Uh, it's just going to be kind of a question of who steps up when and where. Um, but I, I like them moving forward, and I think right now I, I have to keep number two. And uh, unfortunately, as much as I hate to uh, to do it, uh, i got to have the New England Patriots number one. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I mean – yeah, I mean, obviously they have a whole new receiving core. Um, obviously, Edelman's not uh, not there for the first four. You know, the Cordell Patterson, um, you know, only had a few touches. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Gronk is going to Gronk. But they look good, and, uh, you know, it's it's the AFC is theirs until somebody takes it. So, you know, uh, I, I definitely was impressed with their victory, so... There you go. There you have it. Um, what I have, I said the Ravens, the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, and the Patriots. That's what I get for not writing mine down. <laughs> All right. Well, if you happen to... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Come on. You do it one time, you're going to shove it in my face. <laughs> wow. You are something else. Um, Ward Ward, hmm, I'm, I'm signing with Ryan right now. Don't let that go to your head, Ryan. It won't last. I agree. Uh, feel the same way. It was an ugly win for the Eagles. Wasn't first place ranking. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's kind of my thought process is maybe I'm a little bit harder on the Eagles, um, but I, I just couldn't I just couldn't give it to them given that I was very disappointed in their, in their victory nonetheless, but still. Uh, Cheryl goes, a win is a win, either any which way. Uh, I, I agree. Um, and thank God they won, because, man, I'd be... I'd be well, really, I mean, and as much fun as these rankings are for you and I to do, they don't mean anything. They're not worth really the paper they're written. Wait, what? They don't mean anything. They, they, they don't. They mean everything. They mean everything. No, what means everything is that game the Eagles won in February. <laughs> um, I don't know. Which one was that? I kind of forgot. Yeah, some, some, 
some bowl, some, some a bowl. Minor um, bowl. My, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure that one of the you know, I'm sure the kids know. Yeah, it'll come to us. Yeah. Uh, I just okay. had it. I'm looking for something here. Sorry, bear with me. My old desk is is a hot mess. Um, I know you're. I'm, I'm familiar with your organizational skills. Yeah, it's organized chaos. Um, darn it. I mean, I literally had it right there. Um, all right. Well, I'll have to look at it. But uh, I have. Uh, I wanted to see. I kind of forget. I'll never move on, by the way, from the Super Bowl. No, I will be. You know, twenty years from now, I'll still like in some way reference the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Orange Bowl. That's what it was, Cheryl. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now I wanted to look at because we we did the game by game and I wanted to kind of see where we both uh, I, I I can't remember if we both had them winning the first opening game. Um, yeah, no. Um, I want to say maybe, maybe I maybe I had them losing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, it's something I want to keep track of as we move forward, uh, for sure. But uh, anyway, besides I look all around my. Uh, my desk of, of mess uh, and everything. Um, but yes, um, thank you very much to those who are joining us. Um, we just discussed our top five NFC and top five AFC teams. If you feel a little bit different than we do, that's cool. Just let us know. What's your top five? Um, shoot it down in the messages there. We'll read it out loud. Uh, we'll get on it. Pat goes... Uh, We'll have to say, though, I was very happy for the Eagles to win the championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were uh, we were a little bit uh, a little bit excited that day. Um, I, I was pleased that night. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember it vividly. There were there were some tears, uh, some shed. I have to say, it didn't suck. Yeah, it didn't suck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you if you have a different top five than us, jot it down. Let us know. We'll read it on air. Uh, we always do appreciate it. Now, moving on to our next top five, um, uh, let's we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit more into the actual Eagles Falcons game. Um, okay. So I want to talk about five things, five takeaways that were good, and then we'll talk about five takeaways that were bad from the game. Okay. So this what? Part, I didn't remember us discussing. So you just bring me on me. Uh... Yeah, so I'll have to kind of think of this on the fly. Okay, I mean, I, I literally, I literally did about six hours and forty minutes ago. Thirty-five. Uh, I'm not denying. That is that is true. We 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 are a little top five crazy tonight. Um, but uh, we'll see how it goes. If it's if it's uh, if it's successful, we'll we'll keep going nuts with the top five. So um, yeah. so yes. What uh, what are the what are the right. top five? And again, you don't have to positive, you know, positive feedback from the Eagles Falcons game. Okay. Well, I'll come up with a, I guess really in no particular order. I'll just say number one. Um, I love this defensive line rotation for the Eagles. Like, I, I just think they are going to come at teams in in waves. Yeah, especially when they get everybody healthy. When Jernigan gets here midseason, and you know, assuming, assuming everybody else stays healthy, I just think that defensive line is going to cause fits. 
Yeah. Um, Agreed. Two, I think J.J. is ready and capable to be a bell cow back. I think, you know, he wasn't 100% in the night, but when he came in, he took over. He was a different player. He was a man on a mission. I remember on the play where they ran the Philly special version two, just before that, I, I looked to the old man. I said, man, I said, we got to find a way to get this first down and just feed a giant. He is hungry. He wants that football. Yeah. And, and of course, he scored the two touchdowns. So, Jay Dice ready to be a bell cow back. Number three, Jason Peters has missed a beat. Uh, you know, he just was lights out, again, at a Hall of Fame level, coming back first, came back after the injury. Um, number four, um, Nick Foles is kind of, he kind of is who he is. He's, he's going to give you those big highs and those low lows, but, you know, it's a matter of being able to, when he does hit those lows, just make sure not to turn the ball over. And just, like, when he's in that, just kind of survive that and just make sure every possession ends in a kick. Yeah. And number five, again, I like this new punter. He's going to be able to turn the field position game around. There you go. That is, uh, that is eerily similar to my top five. Uh, actually, number five uh, is the special teams game in particular, the punter is going to be of great importance this year. Like you said, that guy has a frickin' boot on him. And if... Seriously. Uh, you know, and if Elliot... Had a, had a deep, forget it. Yeah. Best punter in the league. And, and if Elliot can continue doing what he, he can do, you know, the kick game right now is going to be on point. We just got to, uh, you know, we just got to teach our young guys or, or guys that are still on the team to get away when they say get away. <laughs> but all in all, I think special teams, especially the kicking, is going to be uh, super important. Uh, number four, I like the corners. I thought they did a great job considering they're going up against one of the best, best receivers uh, in the game, in Julio Jones. You know, the other guys are no slouches either. Um, you know, I thought Darby looked great. A, lot, a couple of pass defended, uh, defenses. You know, I thought Mills looked pretty good. Um, and, and obviously, Russell Douglas coming in, given, you know, you know some slip-ups maybe in, in the preseason, coming out with that interception. Granted, it was a friggin' gift. But still, looked really good. Yeah, I'm super excited about this cornerback group now, and I, I I can't wait until you know we we see Sidney Jones really come into his own because I I truly still believe that he has that ability, and and it'll show. It may take a little bit, but Sidney Jones is going to get force his way onto this field uh, and make some make some big impact. So right now, super excited about the cornerback group. Um, Number three, uh, the offensive line, I thought, did a fantastic job, and you're absolutely right. Jason Peters is a friggin' monster. He was he was taking on two dudes, and it didn't even phase him. That He is one of the baddest MFers known to man. I would not want to go up against him, even in, like, a, a highly lit, 
public place with children around, I still wouldn't want to. I still want to be like, go that way. Go that way. Uh, Peters is a bad dude, and he played like it. And if he can stay healthy, man, that offensive line is gonna cause problems. Um, my number uh, two is Jay Ajayi is our number one running back. Flat out number one running back. Corey Clement, I love you. I love you. Right here. I love you. I can't even see. It's off camera a little bit. Ooh, love you. But. Welcome in, Barrett Young. Great it, story, yeah. Absolutely. And you will get yours. You will get yours. And Darren Sproles, you will get yours. The fact that we have those two to compliment only just proves how freaking awesome the run game is. But Jay Ajayi needs to get the ball 20 times a game. And he needs to just pound that rock. And we need to lean, especially when Nick Foles is in. Don't get me wrong, I love Nick Foles. And what he did for the city is fan-freaking-tastic. But we need, we need to rely on that run game right now until Carson comes back. Don't get too, uh, you know, tricky with, with the playbook and, and force things. Just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Uh, so, Jay Ajayi, our workhorse back, hopefully, going forward. And my number one, as you said and alluded to earlier, our defensive line is, is perhaps going to be legendary. This yeah. this group, as a whole, as uh, not only as uh, what they are right at I this moment. find a weak spot on that, on that defensive no, line. No, I mean, uh, what they are right now at this moment, they are... Unbelievable. If you factor in the entirety of their careers, it is unbelievable. Just the amount of experience. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, you get a little tired. Oh, don't worry. An old pro is just going to come right in. Or, oh, don't worry. Uh, you know, a, a, a former uh, all star is going to come in. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, hello, Nada. It doesn't matter. They got depth everywhere. And the simple fact of the matter is, Jernigan is not officially done for the year. He should be able to come back this year and help out. And if that's the case, he's going to be su Obviously, it's going to take a little time for him to get back into the swing of things. But at the end of the year, you're going to have Jernigan in there, ripping through people, plugging up that hole, the run game is gonna, the run defense is going to go through the roof, and it's probably already there, but it's going to go even higher, and it's only going to help keep people fresher longer. So if we have another deep playoff run, as we all hope and think we will, Jernigan coming coming back late is actually going to be freaking super sweet for this line. That's already going to be insane. So I don't know how you don't. It's like, okay, let's just add maybe one of the best pass rushing defensive tackles in the game. It's, uh, really? It's, like, yeah, it's, it's going to be nuts. So uh, the, 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 the Lions right now, they always say football is one in the trenches. Well, guess what? We probably have the number one defense and the number one offensive line in football right now. Yeah, you might, you know, probably fans of other teams may may say, oh, our team, blah, 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 Dallas offensive line. No. No. Sorry, you know what? No. No. Dallas, no. You, you've been all hype for the last few years. 
Where, 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 you know, where's it at? I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm sorry, I watched that offensive line on Sunday. They, I mean, they were granted, they're, they're, they're missing their all-pro center. I get it. But still, still, I think the Eagles clear-cut bar none have the better offensive line. In fact, the best offensive line. And right now, there's not a single defensive line that can touch them through and through depth-wise. They just can't. And the fact that you're going to get Jernigan late in the season. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. So those those are our top five positive takeaways from the game. Unfortunately, now we still have to do the top five negative takeaways from the game. Uh, always tough. But they say you should always be your own worst worst uh, critic. And right. that's how you that's how you, you learn to improve. So Eric, get us started with your top five negative takeaways from the game. Um, well, I'll just start with uh, right away that, that special teams group that <laughs> you know, was unable to stay away from the front. That's something that it, it's funny when that flight happens. Um, yeah, I, I was standing up yelling, thinking originally at live speed, I thought maybe uh, he got blocked into the, to the ball. Right. And so I was yelling that that's a you know, that you can't do that, you know, that's, and the old man turns to me, and we were having the discussion, he says, he's like, well, that wasn't much of a block, and I said, well, it was still a block, and the old man turns to me and said, well, he shouldn't have been there, and I couldn't say anything to that. Yeah. You're right. shouldn't have been there. Right. And so, that that would be one of my takeaways, is you just gotta be smarter around the ball, pay attention to things like that, pay attention to the details, little details that need to be cleaned up. Um, so that would be number one of my negative takeaways. Number okay. two, uh, I would say just uh, Dallas Goddard needs to make sure to, uh, to you know fight for those balls, even if he doesn't make that one catch and turn into an interception. Just to make sure that it doesn't turn into an interception. Sure, sure. So, so you have to realize the play that's going on, and maybe you need to become kind of a defender. Yeah. And so that that would be one of my negative takeaways. Number three, um, as good as as that offense looked in the second half, they were god awful in the first. Sure, half. sure. Got to clean that up. Um, you know, need again. You don't need Nick Foles to look the way he did against Minnesota or against New England in the Super Bowl and NFC title game. But he's got to be better than what he was in the first half. So that, that's just, you got to get more out of him there. Right. And what was that? That, that was, was three. Four, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was three. So uh, that was four. Because I'm having a hard time coming up with negative. Well, hey, that's good. That's a good sign, right? Yeah, right? So uh, just rattle, rattle too quick off. You don't have to get into it. That, that much. Okay, number four. You know what? I'll just say I expected more out of the uh, pregame ceremony. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, you were down there, you'd know, yeah. Uh, you know, I know it was probably, you know, somewhat rushed and somewhat amended because of the weather. weather. Sure. But, man, hey, that's, that's fine. So that, that would be one of my negatives. Um, the final negative... Yeah, um, it's like we're actually, actually, uh, the, you know, the defenses between the 20s, I think they gave up too many yards. Um, 
Okay. You know, so, yeah, maybe that. I mean, they stiffened where it counted. You know, sure, Ben Dalbright. Like four trips into the red zone that resulted in three points for Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that, that's pretty good. Um, all right, so mine, I'm going to go with, I'm going to start at number five. Uh, I'm going to say uh, my uh, negative uh, takeaway from the game is the, the refs were freaking terrible. I'm sorry. They they were throwing, they were, th- they threw, they threw more than Nick Foles did. 26 total combined penalties for the night. Um, it, it's already, the game was already kind of running, running late because of the weather. The game went super friggin' long because of all the penalties. Um, it, it just, you know, again, it's, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it's the opening night. Like, you know, it's prime time. Let's not, let's not get a little nuts with, with the penalties. And, yeah. and unfortunately they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, hi, mom. Um, so that's my number five. Uh, my number four is, um, the double moves. Uh, and biting, uh, you know, again, it's certainly something that has always been a little bit of a concern for some of the, you know, like Jalen Mills and, and Darby, yeah, because they're aggressive. they're exactly exactly they're very aggressive uh, corners, and and everybody knows it. So a little double move can go a long way against them. Um, you know, it's frustrating because you know that they're better than that, and they they bite on these just, you know, these simple double moves. So. Uh, again, if there's, I know, I know it's probably a good, you know, give and take. You really will only, you know, you'll, you'll dial down the aggressiveness, but maybe not bite on the double moves. It's one or the other. So, but uh, it's one thing that always just kind of aggravates me is the, is the double moves. Um, my number three um, is uh, just the consistency of Nick Foles. You know, as I alluded to earlier, we got to run the ball a little bit more because, again, Nick Foles is, is just not being – is very consistent right now. Now, obviously, we've seen him. We know what he can do. He has the ability. He can throw for 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. He can throw for seven touchdowns in one game. He can throw for 400 yards in a game. We've seen it. We get it. We know. Now, right now, though, he doesn't have a number one wide receiver. He uh, doesn't have his number four receiver. People are banged up. You know, let's all rely on the running game right now until we get a full, you know, array of options. I, I just think the consistency right now in Nick Foles needs to tighten up, and he needs to do a better job and needs to, to manage the game a little bit better. Um, that, that's just me. Um, my number two, I will say, uh, uh, again, with you, the defense, while played lights out great, in between the 20s, yes, could have been tightened up a little bit. Part of that is, is a little bit of the, the corners, um, you know, with some of the double moves and the deep balls to Julio. But uh, when it came down to it, yeah, their red zone defense was, was insane. Um, I think it was five trips, actually, that they got three points out of. Um, but, yeah, um, so, but I agree. In between, um, you know, they, they really do got to do a better job. And I think, number one, is is they had a few opportunities to pull pull away, um, and you know uh, they they I think there was just a lot of missed opportunities. The the Dallas Goddard uh, interception uh, was a little rough, even though I really don't blame him. You know he's a rookie and I get it, but you know these are things that he, he's going to learn. 
that, uh, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you know, there are better ways to kind of catch the ball and or protect yourself from, from that happening. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we got, I think we got lucky uh, because we did not take advantage of, of the opportunities that were presented to us. And, you know, again, it's the first game. I get it. You know, Super Bowl hangover, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But plain and simple, they needed to do a better job of taking advantage and putting away the Atlanta Falcons. And thank God their defense stepped up huge and shut them down in the red zone, just like they did well, in the. Exceptions. If you look around the whole league right now, there'd be a, there's a lot of teams that you know most teams would say even teams that won. Say they opportunities on oh, sure. I mean, that's everybody. But, you know, again, when you're playing against a top top team, you got you to gotta put away those teams. You can't keep them lingering. You can't, you can't let them go down and get inside the red zone and throw it up to Julio Jones. Thank God, thank God, the last two times they tried that, they're 0-2. But I don't want to try that again. I don't know about you. I don't want to give them a third shot. No, so I think we got lucky twice, and I'm not trying to do that a third time. When it comes down to it, if we meet them again in the playoffs, we better put them away with the opportunities that we have. Plain and simple. Atlanta's not a team that you need to keep around. What what Thursday night meant is most likely if you end up seeing them in the playoffs, it should be in Philadelphia now. Yeah, but we have the tiebreaker. We're one another. They're zero one. Right. No, I, I agree. Yeah, you're right. And spot to where hopefully, if we do see them again, they're coming here. Agreed. Um, so yeah, so that's our uh, top five negative takeaways from the Eagles Falcons game. Don't forget though, tomorrow it is Waiver Wednesday, Fantasy Football Day on the show, where we will talk about our top waiver p- picks, which we freaking nailed last week. Uh, so I hope you paid attention. Um, also, if you have any trade offers, you have any start, uh, start and sit questions, lineup decisions, free agent pickups, whatever, any questions, anything fantasy related, shoot us a message either through Facebook. You can, uh, tweet us at, uh, on, tw- on Twitter at, uh, smack show, or even Instagram. If you want to screenshot something and shoot us a message on Instagram, we are at Football Smack Talk Show, or email the show at footballsmacktalkshow at gmail.com. Um, anything fantasy-related, go ahead and shoot that on over, or just comment while we're live tomorrow at 8.30. Um, but if you're not able to uh, to hit us up live, don't, uh, don't think that we won't uh, answer your questions throughout the week. Make sure you shoot them. Uh, it doesn't matter when, even if it's 12.58 on Sunday and you don't know who to start, A or B, Give us a question, and uh, I can't guarantee I'll answer it in two minutes, but we will try. <laughs> uh, but if you're, again, not able to watch us live, as we always are Monday through Friday on Facebook, all the shows are on YouTube. All the shows are live also on Spreaker, so download the app or, or listen to us live on Spreaker.com. Or if you don't got time for that, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Listen Notes, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and of course, all of your smart home devices. Simply just say, play Football Smack Talk Show, and we will pop right on up. So check us out there as well. So that's it for us. We're in super overtime. 
But unlike the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, this is not ending in a tie. We're going out winners. Woo! So, <laughs> so, so thank you very much for everybody who participated uh, and checked in with us. Uh, Cheryl, Pat, Ward Ward, uh, Sylvester, uh, Brent, George. Um, speaking of George, do not forget to hit up Philly Sports and more with uh, John Jay and the Guru, another great football, uh, or not football, a sports uh, Facebook group. Yes. They do, they do Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, wrestling, golf, tennis, doesn't matter. If you want to talk about it, they can talk about it right there. Uh, so join them up, uh, Philly Sports and more with John Jay and the Guru. And then last but not least, uh, another great Eagles uh, group that we do uh, love and has been very support- supportive of me. Um, you okay there? Why are you throwing yeah, a pet? Yeah, I, I had a button on there. It was, oh, you're like throwing, was a pe- you're throwing a pen at me. You're, you're, <laughs> I was trying to. You've got to duck some pens now. Um, <laughs> another group, as I said before, I was th- uh, being interrupted by uh, by a pen. Um, is the best damn hey, best damn Eagles group. Uh, another great Eagles group to uh, check out. Lots of good topics there, so don't forget Eagles Finest Fans, best damn Eagles group. Check them out. Uh, so, if you haven't liked uh, our Facebook group, or our Facebook page, I'm sorry, or you haven't followed it, do so. Put on your automatic notifications. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere. That way you never miss a beat with this show. So that's it for us, though. We're going to get on out of here. It is officially uh, 15 minutes in overtime. So we're done. Join us every Monday through Friday at 8.30, live on Facebook, live on Spreaker. And, of course, tomorrow, Waiver Wednesday, all fantasy football, all show long. So send us your uh, questions, comments, and concerns, and you know where to do it. So that's it for us. Eric, you have anything to add before we get out of here? All right, as always, we don't call you the best color man in sports for nothing. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to get out of here. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 8.30, as always, for the Football Smack Talk Show. I am Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Go Birds. See you tomorrow. When you see someone who's struggling, it's natural to want to help. Fortunately, Pacific Source Health Plans has resources to do just that. Our member support specialists work to help our members meet real, everyday challenges like food insecurity and housing, isolation, stress, and difficulties with language. They even help with transportation, utility bills, copay assistance, and arranging home care. Our member support specialists are committed to your well-being and your privacy. Going beyond what's required. Just another way we put members first. Learn more at PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.